Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. That I'm going to kick off um, this segment. And basically, it's going to be a splash of motivation since this is Motivation and Marketing Monday. Um, but I do know that one thing that makes marketing is your personal story. So I definitely wanted to share some stories that I use to motivate others. Um, and when all else fails, I do send a lot of hug emojis and hoping that that helps um, to, to carry that through. Um, so just to have a public service announcement, if you go to my profile, you will have a link um, that will tell you the relief uh, links for the states that were impacted by the Ida storm and also for New York. Um, so those of you in the New York area as well. But um, all the numbers, phone numbers for FEMA and all that are on my profile. Um, so that's one of the things that pushes me to stay positive. I know that I have lived through a lot of hurricanes. Um, my family is from the Caribbean. So every single time something happens there, um, you know, those are things that personally touch us. But when you, you know, go through some of these uh, storms, a lot of people get impacted. And one of the things that I know is that we all think we have time. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm mad at this person. I'm not going to talk to them because I have time. I'll just worry about that later. And sometimes we take that for granted and we don't have the time. Um, so I know that we're trying to bring awareness to Suicide Prevention Week. Um, and so some of the things that were said today, I, I totally echo a lot of the tips that people have been giving and a lot of the just support that people have been giving to people, um, especially in this room um, where we have had people personally impacted. Um, I have my ride or die cousin whose daughter committed suicide on, on a very unexpected day. Um, we were all, I thought that fried ice cream fixed everything and we were having fried ice cream. We were having a good time and two days later, I flew back to New York and I'm getting a phone call that she was gone through her own hands. So those are the types of things that no one can really dictate on where we're going. So if you can touch a soul with kindness, 
um, do it because you don't know what you're going to be changing in that person's mindset. Um, and again, don't know what the underlying issues were. She was 17 and very young. We were all looking forward to her graduating from high school. So it was, uh, I'm still a little sad about that um, every single time this week comes up because um, you always second guess yourself. Like what else could I have done um, to impact that child? And that's one of my motivators when I speak with youth is to make sure that we're motivating them to be confident young people and to love themselves and to love their life no matter what life throws their way. Um, so I just thought I'd share that just for um, just bringing some awareness to Suicide Prevention Week. So one of the stories I wanted to share today was when things in your life seem almost too much to handle, um, there are 24 hours in a day that are sometimes seem like they're not enough. You remember this story of the mayonnaise jar and the two cups of coffee at the end. So here we go. So a professor stood before his philosophy class and had some items in front of him. When the class began, wordlessly, he picked up a very large and empty mayonnaise bar, jar. He proceeded to fill it with golf balls. He then asked the students if the jar was full. They agreed that it was. The professor then picked up a box of pebbles and he poured them into the jar. He shook the jar lightly and the pebbles rolled into the open areas between the golf balls. He then asked the students again if the jar was full. They again agreed that it was. The professor next picked up a box of sand and poured it into the jar. And of course, the sand filled up everything else. He asked once more if the jar was full. The students responded with a unanimous yes. So you can kind of figure what else can this professor pick out from that table? But then the professor produced two cups of coffee from under the table and poured the entire contents into the jar, effectively filling the empty space between the sand. The students laughed. Now, said the professor, as the laughter subsided, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The golf balls are the important things your God, your family, your children, your health, friends, your favorite passions. Things that if everything else was lost and only they remained, your life would still be full. The pebbles, on the other hand, on the other hand, <laughs> that was Siri. Um, the pebbles on the other, and the other things that matter, like your job, your house, and your car. And then the sand, everything else, the small stuff. So if you put the sand into the jar first, he continued, there would be no room for the pebbles or the golf balls. The game goes for life. The same goes for life. If you spend all of your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are important to you. So you pay attention to all the things that are critical to your happiness. You play with your children. You take time to get medical checkups. You take your partner out to dinner. You play another 18. There will always be time to clean the house and fix the disposal. Take care of the golf balls first, the things that really, really matter. Set your priorities. The rest is just sand. One of the students raised her hand and inquired what was the coffee for and what it represented. And the professor smiled and said, I'm glad you asked. If you just, it just, it just goes to show you 
that no matter how full your life may seem, there is always room for a cup, a couple of cups of coffee with a friend. So with that story, I just want to make sure that people get the gist. If anyone wants to share um, anything that they thought about the story, um, just flash your mics and I will definitely let you share. Otherwise, I will let people come up and I guess I'm not modded. So I will have anyone who is modded just bring up anyone who raises their hand. That would be super helpful. Okay, I don't really hear anyone. All right, so I will comment a little bit. Um, this story has always stuck with me, and I usually share this with the students, especially the students and college students that I work with, or when someone's going through a hard day at work, I usually just email them something like this to help them get some things into perspective. A lot of times we get caught up in the small things, and we don't give our focus to what's really important, and sometimes we lose track of what the important things are um, for us to be able to actually be more present and more intentional in what we would like to do. So this story has really stuck with me. And for one of the things that this actually, you know, just struck home with me was, um, especially during COVID, that there was a lot of things that everyone was forced to kind of focus on the essentials. And so it kind of like made everybody just focus on the golf balls without really saying anything um, to change anything else that was going on. So that was really, I felt very impactful um, how this story kind of rung true with that. But at the end of the day, I think we all um, tend to fluctuate on the things that we focus on. And hopefully um, we also have an opportunity to reflect on that and change some of the things that we would like to focus on throughout the day. So um, again, if anyone has anything they'd like to share, let me know. Um, if anyone wants to comment, you can definitely unmic and just speak. Um, hi, my name is Blessing. Go ahead, Blessing. Uh, okay, so your story actually made me think of, it, it hit me in a different way. Um, it made me think about how in life, sometimes you focus on you get so stuck on the little details that you never move ahead. Like sometimes there's a project you want to do or you want to start or there's a business you want to start or something you need to do. But then you focus so hard on, every, on needing to have everything be so perfect or being a certain way that sometimes you just don't start. And you know what? It's some, I mean, starting is better than perfect. I mean, so you, it's better to have something than to have nothing at all because you sat there and you took so long and you missed the opportunity. So just focusing, like doubling down and just believing in yourself is important as well. But um, thank you for the story. It is important to focus on those things that are the core of your soul rather than getting lost in the little details. Okay, thank you so much for that blessing. Anyone else want to comment? Dora Maria, this is Monica in the turquoise ring. 
Oh, go ahead, Monica. Um, my prior career before I became um, a health and um, success habits coach is I was in organizing and productivity. I worked with small business and corporate. And when we're speaking about procrastination, I used to actually do a half-day program on procrastination. And what's interesting is that there are so many ways to approach it. You can approach it from a really tactical place, or you can approach it from a mindset place. But what is most effective is if you do both. If you first look at what are the mindset reasons behind your, why are you procrastinating, then very often if you can identify those and pinpoint those things, you can then choose a tactical, uh, one or more tactical strategies to then get yourself into motion. And it's a little bit like fitness in, in that sometimes the, you can start the motion first, but I do find that if you can identify what is it that's holding you back, is it, is it apprehension about whether or not you will enjoy the task, for example? Is, or, or do you know that you won't enjoy the task? That's a huge one. Um, is it that you're afraid of what the outcome might be on the task? A lot of people will procrastinate on something that they're not confident that they can do very well. And so they don't want to deal with feeling bad about how it turned out. For example, I used to really procrastinate on doing my QuickBooks because I detest that kind of work. I'm not good at it. It's not my wheelhouse. I'm, it's not my gift. And so I would put it off and put it off and put it off. Well, finally, what I decided was I'm just going to pay someone to do it. Because the thing is, when you procrastinate, it, a thing worth looking at is, do I have to do this task or does it just have to be done? And if it just has to be done, why torture yourself? I used to tell my clients that. Why torture yourself? If it's not your strength, Find someone else to do it for whom it is their strength. They'll do it faster. They'll do it better. And you can then stay in your closer to your zone of genius, which is really where we're the most happy and fulfilled anyway. The other thing to remember, too, is if it is something that you have to do yourself, sometimes it's helpful to zoom yourself forward into the future and put yourself in the emotional mindset of having already done it and how good and happy and accomplished and relieved you will feel when you're done but you have to attach the emotion to it if you just think about oh it's going to be awesome to be done with this mm, that might get you there but it probably won't but if you really think about and conjure up and we can conjure feelings we totally can conjure up feelings conjure up and pretend that it is behind you that can be helpful in getting you into action and once you're in action more often than not what happens is the thing you are dreading is not nearly as bad as you imagined it would be this is monica in the turquoise ring and i'm done thank you for sharing monica and totally true i i appreciate your tactical and mindset I think sometimes we focus a lot on the mindset part and we don't realize like it needs to also be tactical. All righty. Does anyone else want to unmic and comment? Hi, this is Linda. Dora. Can you hear me? Yep. Hey, um, I, I loved the share. And I loved um, what Monica said and everyone else was saying with regards to that. And I, I, I'll just kind of 
looked and Googled um, the big rocks and just thought about it from so many different perspectives. So it said you can think about it from the perspective, so many different perspectives, your health, your vacation, your budget, your business, your relationships. So for me, and I know you talked about procrastination, you know, for me, I use it and I use something similar to this. So it's kind of like the tens. So if what you need to do or what um, has, so, so I'll look at it from different perspectives. So for instance, if someone has um, affected you in some way, like said something to you or did something to you or um, something bad happened, et cetera, I always kind of look at it from similar in the rock scenario, but more of a time frame. So like if you think forward, um, similar to what Monica is saying, if you think for it, if you get it done, how would you feel? But if you get it done, or if would it, would it affect you if you got it done or in, in 10 seconds, in 10 minutes, in 10 days, in 10 hours, 10 months, a, a decade? You know, like what is the butterfly effect of you doing that? So if you can think about it from that perspective, uh, maybe that could also help too. And then it can also help with people who can't say no. Like, you know, you have people who can't say no to, you know, they want to make sure that they're helping everyone and, and then they're not taking care of themselves. So similarly, looking uh, forward as in 10 seconds, will it matter if you didn't help that person? And wouldn't it be better in you know, 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 10, 10 hours, 10 days? So what is that um, incremental effect on you that you have chosen to like um, say not say no to something because you're saying yes to this thing so I look at it from that perspective but I love the big rocks and, and I'm just um, googling all those things is talking about um, concept of action putting things into action you know you can do it from different strategies you can do it with just the sand first or just the pebbles first or just the the big boulders first, depending on the area and uh, level of seriousness as to what, if you need the nitty gritty details. And of course you would only do uh, the jar, fill the jar with the sand. But if you need the moderate um, you know, details or in between those two things, you would do it with the stones or the rocks. And then if it's something that's major, life-changing, that could be something that can be a legacy shifter or a dynastic or dynasty shifter, then you do the the, the boulders first. So I, I think, um, you know, with all those things, it, it's about the decision. It's about asking yourself, you know, how will this affect me? 10 seconds from now, 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days, a decade from now. So there's the quandary, the big rocks, pebbles, and or sand. And then what will it do or say about you when you make those decisions about those from a business standpoint, a budgetary standpoint, a health standpoint, and your life standpoint. So this is Linda Sims speaking. Thanks so much, Dora Maria. Thanks, Glenn, for this room. I appreciate you. Back to you, Dora. All right. Thanks so much, Linda. Um, one of the things I always like to add um, to this story is I can take light and shine it on one end of that jar and it will still shine through any little reflection or smither of space that's left. And I always feel like that's the opportunity to know that there is always, always an opportunity 
to see something else. Some, it's also an opportunity to see the light, something positive within that situation. And however, you know, that seems um, to happen in that space. Um, and in that jar, it was kind of nice because it's the mayonnaise jar. So I also felt that the light could be reflected. So sometimes when things are going through life, it's like, what, what can you just let reflect off of you so that you don't get impacted? So I, I can really go on tangents um, <laughs> with that particular story. And so it was, it was interesting um, that that happened there as well. Uh, does anybody else want to add anything? Hi, Dora. This is Laura. Hey there. Hey, so that was a really good story. It, it um, really helps to put things into perspective. Um, I believe what I get from it is that first things first, right? The golf balls have to go first. Otherwise, the other stuff won't fit in. So, um, yeah, it's just prioritizing the things that are really important. Sometimes we get, we lose our focus and we, we get too enthralled with other things that in the end won't really matter. And we sometimes abandon um, those things that are that really do um, to get to those other things. So I thought that was the point of the story for me. And it was, it really puts th things into perspective. So thank you. Awesome. A hundred percent. All right. So I'm going to share another story. It was, it's shorter. Um, and this one is from Mother Teresa. So it really has a lot more weight than the other one did. Um, so it's called Anyway. People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you would win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat on you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, there may be jealousy. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have. It may never be enough, but give the world the best you've got anyway. You see in the first, in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It's never between you and them anyway. So that's something that I always share as well, um, as well, because of just you are who you are. And sometimes we, even in when we try to put ourselves out there, whether we're starting a business or just living life or just putting, working on our brand, or even if we're, you know, at the job, just trying to, to be the best human we can be, we lose track of things and we put a roof or a limiting belief in our head because of other things, because of what others may think or feel or do or what have you. And, you know, this just was good for grounding, like do it, like be happy anyway, succeed anyway, be a rock star anyway, and not to be afraid of failing, like, you know, just go for it. And whatever happens, you're going to bounce back. Right. So this was something else that I also shared. Um, I don't know if it spoke to anybody here. Hopefully it did, um, whether in the audience or on the stage. But if anybody wants to comment on that story, we can um, open up the mic and you can share. Go ahead, Salana. I see you flashing. Thank you for sharing that. That that was excellent. And it, it really is the truth. It's uh, in life, like 
what you said even about the gyres and the, the light shining through, I think of um, in our brokenness, like when the hurt and pain and trials and tribulations and the disappointments that will happen in our lifetime because it's a part of the journey. But um, in our brokenness, the Lord's glory shines through in our life, like how we overcome any situation is by his grace, you know, that we run this race. So it's just mat a matter of still looking at whatever, what is good, because there is good in every situation. We can learn from every situation, but we have to be willing to be open to what, what this lesson is coming from, because it came to teach us something. And if it's just even to help somebody else through a situation so that was totally excellent because we still have to do our part anyway it's just i mean in order for us to live a fulfilled life we have to do our part and what we were called to regardless of what anybody thinks of it and it really made me think of the prayer of jabez um and he just saying um to enlarge my territory you know to um let me see. I got to say it because it's on my heart, but um, uh, that to bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me, that um, you will keep me from evil, that I will cause no pain. And I mean, like, seriously, we're all going to fall short of the glory. Nobody is ever going to be perfect, that I won't cause pain in, in, in my lifetime because of what I'm going through or what, you know, what I faced or however it may be, but I'm not perfect, but I am willing to learn and grow and, and strive to be the best regardless of the situation. So just to keep that in mind. So thank you for sharing Dora Maria, Maria, and thank you for um, sending me a love and hug. Um, and <laughs> you rock girl, let's go, let's grow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Solana. Thank you. Does thank anybody you. else want to comment? Yeah, Dora Maria, I have to say, um, this is Storm. I, I, I love the fact that when you talked about, you know, your limiting beliefs and how you can talk yourself in and out of them. And a lot of times it's not, you know, imposed by the outside world or anyone else. We have so much self-talk and psyche that even the most confident people can, you know, we can second guess ourselves. We can say, oh man, is this, is this really the right thing? And so when, when you mentioned that, it, it hits home because I think a lot of the times we always try to be on the straight and narrow and we try to do the right thing and be on the right path, you know, morally, ethically, and just, you know, the things that we're doing and are we doing it right? And if we can go to sleep at night saying I've done my best, you know, I I'm making sure that I'm looking forward and not backward and just eliminating or minimizing that doubt and that fear. I think a lot of things will go a different way if we can just grasp that one concept that you mentioned, which is, if we can minimize or eliminate the limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves, so much more can be accomplished. So, Dora Marie, I just I, that just spoke to me, and I have to say that that was very well put, and I think it was really needed to hear by the room, and also a great reminder for a lot of the times when we are doubting ourselves to remember that one phrase. So, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Storm. Anyone else want to comment? Hi, this is Blessing again. Go for it. So what it says to me is to not be so 
like to not allow yourself to be so weathered by the storm. Don't let the things going on around you affect the locus of who you are. Like, it, uh, I try to, I usually think of it in, a, in scenarios with, um, when you're interacting with people and you have a negative experience, but if you had like a positive intention from the beginning of the day, I try to not let what happened affect me. And I still try to be who I am. Like, don't be, a, don't, don't let things bring you down. Don't let things lower your vibration. Don't let things reduce your shine and change who you are. So just continue to move forward. Continue to be as strong and as bright as you can be and just proceed on no matter what the obstacles are, because you can't stop, you can't give up and you don't want to be worse today than you were yesterday anyway. So it's about just persevering. So thank you for everything that you say. It's very relatable. Thank you so much for that. Hey, Doris, Christina, I'll go. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hey, okay, so it's raining and I'm, I'm driving, but um, hopefully I will, my signal will be okay, but I wanted to chime in. Um, so regardless of, um, of what, you know, life throws our way, you know, we just have to keep going. Regardless, you know, we all face obstacles, but guess what? Those obstacles... We can make them into opportunities, right? And so when we have those limiting beliefs that I think it was Storm uh, that just spoke about limiting beliefs, um, when we have them, we just have to remind ourselves, look, we can do it. We can do it. We can do all things. We can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens us, right? And so when we have those limiting beliefs, just tell ourselves, delete, delete, delete those beliefs and replace them with positive words, replace them with positive affirmations, right? Whatever we say behind the words, I am so powerful, so powerful. So just we just have to remember to um, be, be aware, be aware of our thoughts, be aware of our surroundings, be aware of everything around us, be aware of our thoughts, everything, words, and just, you know, when those times come, come up where, we are uh, depressed when we are, um, you know, feeling down and out. Just pay attention and, and, and just uh, take those negative thoughts, those negative beliefs, and replace them with positive and just keep going. This is Christina, and I'm done speaking. Oh, thank you so much, Christina, for sharing that. Um, I'm going to reset the room um, and then I see if anyone else has any other comments. But you are in the Breakfast of Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Did you know that we are not just on Clubhouse? Well, we are not. We have Breakfast of Champions podcast, and the Breakfast of Champions is also on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. So we want to be wherever you are. So hopefully you also can connect with us there. Um, so please connect with us on all the platforms. You can look us up on Instagram, Breakfast with Champions Club, and then click the link in the bio. From there, you can follow us on whatever platform you have and you can stay connected. You can listen to segments that you miss or that you want to listen to um, again. Um, so again, we're talking about motivation and marketing on Mondays. And this segment is centered more on motivation. Um, and so I shared two stories and a lot of people did some really good um, reflection points on the stage. So thank you very much for that. Motivation from where I sit is it's totally an inside job. So it's something that we really have to look inside ourselves. Like I can't go to you to motivate you, but 
hopefully in me sharing some of these stories, something resonates that clicks for you, that hopefully encourages you to find what motivates you to be motivated in that sense, right? Um, so 10% is really what happens to you. And I know we've heard this before that 90% is really how we react or our attitude about what's happened to us. And so though, when you look at it that way, you're like, wow, it's a lot of it is how we handle the situation um, and how we deal with it. Um, and so mindset is important, but I love what um, Monica said. It's to be tactical as well, and you have to take action. I think we, we've spoken a lot about taking action um, and taking steps, even if they're small steps, right? Um, but I also mentioned limiting uh, beliefs that are self-imposed, and that's something else that we can definitely work on um, from different perspectives. And hopefully in you listening to different stories and examples, you can kind of reflect on what it is that has you um, thinking about things in the way that you do and hopefully can encourage you to think of it in a different way or a different perspective and maybe lead you on a different path than you've been on if it hasn't been something that's serving you. Um, so when we look at fear, um, which is one of the things that keeps us um, from that whole um, being motivated uh, factor, um, it's just really false evidence appearing real. And sometimes when you look at what the, the truth is, you kind of feel like the rug has been pulled from under you. And you're like, oh, that's what it was. And so you end up changing your mind. So whether it's the mayonnaise in the jar story or the words from Mother Teresa, whatever it is that hopefully uh, gives you some light. Um, there is another story about jelly beans. Um, so there's this big um, like jar of jelly beans. And each jelly bean is a day of your life on this planet. And we don't know how long that is, right? But, you know, somebody somewhere knows, right? Like, in the heavens above and the big guy says like this is the, how many jelly beans you have in your in your life you know how many jelly beans do you think are left um, for you and do you want to risk those jelly beans and not you know come you know have that conversation and you have to start with that conversation to yourself right you know like what is stopping me what what am i what have i ingrained in myself and learned because sometimes we have to unlearn things right? Like we grow up with different mindsets. I, I understand now going through this pandemic, why my grandmother was so afraid to go outside. She was afraid of the rain. She would tell me when it was storming outside, like, where are you going? And I'm going uh, to, to work. <laughs> She's like, but it's raining. And I'm like, and I have an umbrella. <laughs> so it was just something I couldn't understand. But I understand now why she thought that way, right? It was just a lot of limiting beliefs that she had about the storms, right? Like she grew up in a time where there was no weatherman. Like the, the you saw crazy weather or the storm or cl cloud outside. It, you didn't know if it was a hurricane or not, but in her era, it was that. So it kind of shaped how she thought about things and the precautions that she would take. And so, you know, she instilled that in her kids. And then my parents, you know, did it to us when we were growing up. And it was just like, but it's just water. <laughs> um, and then you get afraid about going outside. And then she would see us, you know, dancing in the rain outside. So it's a different perspective on, on how you change those limiting beliefs. So hopefully something has jarred for you today. Um, does anybody want to have any last comments? Because we do have Sea Rock warming up in the background uh, for the next segment. Does anybody else have anything else they'd like to comment or share? I'd like to say something again. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Laura. <laughs> so um, the Mother Teresa story was, I think, very important and significant because it's about not letting the outcomes change you. So I see it happen a lot in, in just everyday life where someone will do a good deed, right? Like hold the door open for someone. And then if that person doesn't say thank you, 
they'll turn around and get angry about it. So then the good deed is gone. It's it it changed the positive nature that that got started. So I think in everyday little things, if you remember that, you you would be you know, have less expectations and just be kind just for no reason, you know. And I think that's what matters. So that was a great story. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Anyone else want to comment? Hey, Dora Maria. This is Linda. Go ahead. Um, I I love that one. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. For some reason, I feel like I had heard it from you before. Have you shared it before? Because I just said, oh, this, this resonates with me so well. And so for me, what I got from that is no matter what you do, no matter what people say, do good anyway, um, because someone's always going to have, there's always going to be a complaint. You know, there's always going to be someone who's happy. There's, you know, so you, you can't please everyone. So just do good anyway, give your best anyway, because ultimately it's never for anybody else, you know, with regards, who are you pleasing? It's, it's, you're doing it not to, to say it, to do a good deed. You're not doing it for someone to say, Hey, you did such a good deed. Oh, you're such a good person. You're doing it for yourself, for God It's between you and God and you uh, yourself. You're not to, to get a pat on the back. So do good anyway, in spite of and despite what people say. So thank you so much for that. I love that. Do it. Do it anyway. Prayer. Thank you. This is Linda Sims speaking. I'm done for now. Thank you so much, Linda, for sharing that. Um, Like, again, I just want to summarize. Thank you so much for, you know, attending this segment on motivation. Uh, At the end of the day, it is an inside job. And hopefully whether it's a mindset, whether it's tactical, whether it's you addressing your own limiting belief. And a lot of those things are self-imposed or just learned from when you're a kid. You don't even realize it's a limiting belief, right? Like there's certain things you probably don't eat because you think it's not good and it's just been something like you don't want to try. And then when you eat it, you're like, oh my goodness, where have I been all my life? This is delicious. And it's all because of something you've heard when you were a little kid. So it's the same thing with, with, with limiting beliefs, right? Like there's some things you're just in, innately like got taught along the way because they were the limiting beliefs. I feel like they, they get passed down in the gene pool <laughs> when you're growing up. Um, but it's something that we need to be just more open to looking at and just, you know, spending some time reflecting. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.